0: Hello and welcome to the Ordinary Church Podcast. This is a podcast about the church and for the church. I'm Connor. I'm here with Mike and we're excited to be with you. Um, Title for the podcast today is Righteous Ramblings About Redemption and Patience. So you can maybe imagine a little bit where we're going. Uh, I don't know if it's fair, Mike, that we promise these are going to be righteous ramblings. Uh, They're going to be ramblings and I hope they'll be righteous, but at least our topic is going to be redemption and patience. You're holding a book, and I don't even know what it is, but I think I speak for all of the podcast listeners when I say I'd really like to know what that book is.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, good. And it's, it's right near my Bible. It's kind of like resting on top of my Bible right now. And we're in an office here where we're, we're surrounded by books. Okay. Uh, you got books to your left. You got books to your right. You got books straight ahead. You got books in a closet uh, to your right as well. There's just books all over the place. I, I In in our you know, my little study area at home covered with books. books. And so, and I look at, I read a lot of books and I see a lot, a lot of books. And um, one book right now, by the way, that I'm, I'm really, really enjoying is uh, by, um, by uh, Gibson, by Jonathan Gibson. Uh, regard, it's called O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. It's by Crossway and it's a, it's a daily liturgy for, you know, coming to Christmas and all the way to Epiphany advent to epiphany and uh, we've been doing this every night with our family and I actually found it on audible as well uh, the the, the, uh, the cover of the, the cover and the case of dust dust case whatever you want to call it for this is beautiful you know but I found it on audible and this guy is from Ireland and he speaks all of it and there's music there's when they get to the the songs they have musicians and they're they're singing these songs. It's it's wonderful. It's truly wonderful. My family even says, "Can we do the Can we do the uh, the accent one? Can we just listen to that guy instead of listening to your voice?" <laughs> yeah. I'm like, "Well, you know, there's some kids in Ireland right now. They're saying, can 'Can't we listen to an American uh-huh. uh, accent?'" And someone said to me uh-huh. yesterday, uh, "No, I don't think I they don't are." Think they, yeah, <laughs> I don't, I don't they think they. I know what they are, but okay, tell you something. Um, but it's yeah. not that book. I don't have that book in front of me. I have a a nondescript looking book that is um, obviously from the '80s or '90s. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the sides are kind of yellowed it's not a book I have read before it's a book that I picked up about a week ago and I've been carrying it with me and reading little snippets and it's by an author that I maybe some people would recognize I haven't read a lot of his stuff um, he was a Bible teacher back in the day um, in in uh, I believe in Nebraska and and in Chicago I think too um, in Illinois. Um, but it's by Warren Wiersbe, and the book is called mm-hmm. God Isn't in a Hurry. All right? mm. And the subtitle is Learning to Slow Down and Live. And the interesting thing is, the um, chapter one is called God Isn't in a Hurry. It's really good. And then the second one is The High Cost of Shortcuts. Third one, An Hour at a Time, uh, The Economy and Eternity, Don't Forget Today, No Time for Second Opinions, all these things. And it's all about patience. It's all about uh, waiting upon the Lord and how God uses trials to to deepen and test your patience and cultivate fruit in your life and all of that. So that's what I've been thinking about primarily because this Sunday I'm preaching on uh, the patience of Joseph and Mary. And I think, mm. I don't know how I found this. I think it was in a stack somewhere in some books in my closet that, uh, you know, I got somehow and, I, and somehow I didn't throw this one out. Yeah. But I didn't buy this book. It was yeah. given to me. And um, so I don't even know who owned it before me or anything like that. It was... It, was a, it says, this special Billy Graham Evangelistic Association edition is published from permission from the original publisher. I mean, this is a giveaway. It looks like it was a giveaway book. Uh-huh. You know? um, but it's been helping me. And, and the idea of patience in the middle of, of, um, you know, of, of life that is not easy to navigate sometimes, I think, interestingly, points to the righteousness of Christ, hmm. the righteousness that we dwell in that is not our own. We have this alien righteousness imputed to us such that we would be, have right standing with God Based upon no merit or worth or act on our part, right? By by His doing, we are in Christ Jesus, and so. But the idea of patience is one of the fruit of the spirit. You know, it's interesting that James, um, you know, talks about the fruit of righteousness, and so does uh, Paul in Philippians. The idea of the fruit of righteousness, which comes through Jesus Christ. The idea of of the idea of being uh, the fruit of 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 God. Being at work in the life of a believer, the fruit of righteousness is like the fruit of the spirit, right? The crop, the the harvest, the produce, the profit, the grain, if you will, the outcome of God at work in the life of a believer is uh, good and right, and it, it benefits others. So that's what I'm thinking about right now. That's I think why I have this book in front of me. And and if uh, if I might, I want to read a little uh, a little portion. And then uh, and we'll see where this leads us, okay? Yeah. He says on page 8 of this book, part of the problem is that we are prone to walk by sight and not by faith. God assures us in his word that he is busy on our behalf, but we still want to see something happen. At the Exodus, the Israelites were sure that God had deserted them and destruction was on its way. Listen to that wind, see how dark it is. And yet God was working for his people in the wind and in the darkness. All these things are against me," cried Jacob, Genesis forty two thirty six. When in reality, all things were working for him. Hmm. I just thought that was a, a unique paragraph. I yeah. appreciated that. And yeah, that's we, good. We sometimes point to the thing that's going on and go, "Wow, that, that's that's not bringing me to my my uh, my heavenly destination." And it's like, well, actually, hmm. actually, maybe God is exactly using that. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Huh. So it's it's interesting. Yeah. Warren Wearsby, I just looked him up. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I think he was uh, yeah, from Nebraska, like you said. Okay. Yeah, um, I, I, I don't know exactly where I'd want to go with that, um, but I appreciate it. Do you think that, can I ask, Mike, you've, you've been doing ministry for a long time. Do you feel that in terms of the trend, people have become even more impatient as you've seen years go on, or is that not necessarily true? Are people always just imp- impatient? I mean, he wrote this book in the, I don't know when it was, but... By the '80s or something, and yeah. you know, people now might look back at that time and say, "Oh,
1: it was so unhurried" or something like that. So, yeah, that's a good question. Um, I always think back to uh, you got to go back to the scriptures and go, "Why would it be that God was was telling His people that the fruit of the Spirit of God at work in a believer, the outcome would one of them would be patience? Mm-hmm. That's a marker. Why would we be commanded to be patient with one another or even patient for the coming of the Lord? Why? Because we have, we're prone uh, to want things. And I think from the get go, even from the garden, uh, we want to take the shortcut. Mm -hmm. And I think, um, you know, even Abraham, uh, you know, trying to get the son of promise through his own means. I think that's the pattern, humanly speaking, since the get go. And so I don't know. Um, I would probably venture to guess that we are, we become more and more impatient. I think that, um, one thing I was thinking about yesterday, I was thinking to myself, there, and there was a reason for it. But I was like, "I'm gonna time, I'm just gonna time uh, sitting here, just time on my on my timer here, my, on my on my phone, two minutes. Just how long is two minutes? Just sitting there and and waiting for two minutes. And I got to fifty eight seconds, and I turned it off, and I'm like, okay, I know, <laughs> it's excruciatingly painful. <laughs> yeah, yeah." <laughs> Think about it. I uh, yeah. I'm I imagining 58 it. 58 seconds and I tapped out in 58 seconds. I think I could get to
0: 59.
1: I was going crazy. I was like this <laughs> I was losing my mind. Yeah. After 58 seconds. Yeah. Of nothing. It's hard. But yeah, waiting to stop. Yeah.
0: yeah. Hmm. Live by faith and not by sight. I like that. That's what Yeah. What what text is that?
1: Well, uh 2 Corinthians, so, Corinthians 5, we walk by faith not by sight. That's right. Um, okay. uh, I think verse 7, 5 okay. 7. Okay. Um, but he's saying, he inverted it and said, We are prone to walk by sight right. and not by faith. Right. Right. Yeah. And I think so that's very to, true about us. Yeah. Pick up on expedient
0: things that would seem to make sense to us. Mm-hmm. Interesting.
1: Yeah. Any thoughts about redemption, Mike, right now? I am so um, blown away every day by the fact that Jesus saved me and wanted wanted to save me and chose to do it before the foundation of the world, and that redemption, buying us back from the slave market of sin, was accomplished at the cross. And we we talk so often about the shed blood of Christ. But the shed blood of Christ, without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness. There is no redemption. You're not, You're not getting saved apart from God initiating, taking the initiative to do it, and purposing to do it, and decreeing to do it. Uh, in His sovereign decrees that are unchangeable and can't be thwarted, so hmm. that's what I think. Yeah, and, and 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 has an outcome. Yeah, outcome is a is a life that reflects the glory of Christ.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I've been I've been appreciating um, with Christmas coming. Actually, it's it's been a good dovetail. I'm reading the glory of Christ right now. I know you love that book, and mm-hmm. um, John Owen, the glory yeah. of Christ, yeah. and he starts off in the first few chapters talking about the glory of Christ's person. I think it's the second chapter. And specifically that he's the God man to two two natures, the nature of God and the nature of man in one person and just, yeah, riffs for a while on the complete uniqueness of that and the way that it, you know, leads towards our redemption and just some beautiful things, especially, I mean, I think, you know, Christmas comes around every year and it's, it's just like it's easy to just kind of get caught in the same ruts of the same stories. And yeah, I know these things. I've read Luke two, you know, about a thousand times, but then, you know, it's, it's harder to stop and think about how an amazing thing it is that God entered the world and became flesh, took a human nature to himself, the eternal son of God. Um, yeah. One thing that I really, I appreciated from, from Owen, the glory of Christ, he's, he's talking about how redemption has shown God's wisdom in defeating Satan, the plan of redemption. Mm-hmm. And he talks about how Satan's original sin was to envy um, first, the son of God specifically as the, you know, the, the perfect image of the father. But Satan was there going, man, here I am, you know, the, the highest of created beings um and so he envies the son and then secondly he envies humanity Adam and Eve uh as those who bore God's image on earth and so then Owen just says well look at God's wisdom in showing in in how he's defeated Satan uh Satan's sin is to envy first the son of God and second humanity and now in defeating Satan God has the son take human flesh so that Satan is defeated by someone who is one the son of God and two a human um and so i i thought wow that's cool god is god's wisdom is is just beautiful in the way he works things out and so i've been appreciating that Mm -hmm. mike anything else from you before we wrap this this podcast up i know it has been rambling i think that's
1: fair you know uh the glory of christ by owen is one of my favorite books as you know that and i think that the idea of um when we focus on the glory of christ i think that it gets reflected in that alien righteousness that gets imputed into the elect. Like the we are, we, we show forth his glory. And even as a reflection, like because of Christ in us, the hope of glory, like we don't even have to, I think we should want to, but I think that you wake up in the morning and just go to the st- supermarket. You go to the big box store, you go to school, you go to work or whatever it is, and you walk in the room that there ought to be, you know, this idea of the manifest the, the sweet aroma of the knowledge of him everywhere we go, but what about the light of the knowledge of the glory of God seen in the face of Christ? The idea that even in a believer, that they, that, that there's something, you know, I even think, what, if, what, what about when a believer is sinning, when a believer is disobedient, and someone even says, but you're a Christian, you shouldn't be doing this. Why would they even say that? Because they know there is a, there is a, a a righteousness that is not theirs that should be getting reflected Hmm. and the yieldedness of a, of a heart that says, I I want Christ to be preeminent. I want Christ to be seen in my life. I think, I don't know. I think, I think Owen's really good at crystallizing that and capturing that. But I think that, um, you know, redemption begets praise and and the capacity to wait upon God, wait upon God for what he will provide. Hmm. Yeah. 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 That's good.
0: Well, I think that's, that's, I think all I have to, offer and maybe all we had to offer. So um, listeners, it's been definitely wandering today, but I hope some of those, those scattered thoughts were encouraging to you as we're um, approaching Christmas, but also just trying to walk with the Lord each day. So um, we're thankful for, I mean, I, I feel like in the life of a church, you experience that patience. You know, you go through good times, you go through bad times, you, you wait on the Lord together with other believers. And so for those who are listening at Grace Church of Orange, it's a joy to walk through that with you. And um, that's all for today. So until next time on the podcast, God bless you. Have a great week, and we'll talk to you next time. Uh, Have a great day.